0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? You checking it out. It's the Highly Advised Podcast. This is episode 87. I'm here with a couple of my guys. Lau, Nigel, it's me, Spence, otherwise known as St. Kitch. It's been a while since we've been back. You might have heard a couple things we've been doing since the last time you heard from us, but we're finally back, back for another year. It's 2022 glad to be here. How you fellas doing, man?
1: Doing good, doing great. Let me move my mic up so you people can't see my face because I don't want y'all motherfuckers to see it. It's your boy Big cute cozy, cozy A.K.A. the motherfucking bad guy, the only guy. I'm, I'm trying to become the do rag king, so maybe I'll start wearing my do rag every motherfucking Sunday or Saturday or Monday. Who knows? Whenever we record. So what's up? Shouts out to everybody. Shouts out to the listeners. Welcome to episode eighty-seven. You, after me, there's no point of introduc- introducing the next guy. I'm I fucked up, so now he got to introduce himself. But go ahead, Nigel. Yeah, what's going
2: on? It's relaxing. Noji underscore Jackson. I am back. uh It's a nice Sunday. I'm chilling in a comfy, feeling comfy. You know what I mean? Back with the normal episodes for 2022.
0: Yeah, man it's it's been like a, it's been a minute since we've been back. I mean, I, granted we had we did drop a couple episodes. um I think we did, we did, we definitely had a chance to do the interview with the girls from She's in New York. Jesse, She's Kenya. single? Yeah, she's single she's single uh new york um then we also had a chance to do those recaps from 2021 yep. in case you guys didn't check it out so we gave you our top 10 of albums from last year our personal top 10 not the mainstream it has to be little baby and the words allow the auto-tune kids yeah, it's man. not it's not that bunch so uh we dropped shouts that little baby.
1: Yeah, baby
0: Shouts out the baby man um, as well as we did drop the MMA the MMA list so if you guys haven't listened to us or you need to get a, a little catch up if you want to know what we did in between you can listen to that but outside of that what how how's things been since the last time we we've talked to the guys to the audience since 86
2: um things have been good man you know listening to music just chilling out getting healthy you know waiting for the spring to come it seems like it's coming sooner than later um the weather's been nice listening to this uh mixtape by this dude dib l jacko you know two artists that Lau put me on to you know just you know some other stuff infantry wars you know random shit that's came out since mm-hmm. the beginning of the year
1: yes sir yeah. how about yourself Lau? i've been good i've just been uh, taking care of my family um doing good at work doing good at school I'm approaching the end of school so i everything's been good and um I've been feeling pretty relaxed lately and shit, so that's always been good too. I have stuff going on, but you know, of course, of us trying to be as uh, private as possible, you don't want to reveal everything. You know what I'm saying? Of course not. Of course not. You got to keep,
0: you got to save something for the listeners, man. Yeah. Got to keep some things to yourself. I mean, same thing for me though. Nonetheless, it's it's good to hear that you all you all have been enjoying yourself since the last time we've been going. Same here though, uh, kind of like the same thing. Been doing a lot of cooking, listening to a couple of new artists. Central C for me, out of out of the UK. He actually dropped one of his songs, the first song on the track is, it's called Khabib. So. Khabib, Khabib. Khabib. How does the chorus Khabib. go? Uh, my man's been on the road, he's been on his dean. He said he's been on his dean. something, something. I, I'm i not even gonna lie to you, bro. Something I'm like Khabib. Like, yeah something something habib. he's been on he's been on his team like like habib all right all right
1: yes. <laughs> song, <laughs> song has nothing to do with habib <laughs> no, <that's,
0: laughs> absolutely, absolutely nothing absolutely nothing well he he puts a skit at the end at least with habib saying alhamdulillah
2: but, okay well that's what's up that's out the central scene man. i might have to yeah. check his music out yeah
0: definitely so i'll have to check out this uh this dibs and el jacko so interesting it sounds like it could be an interesting group how do you find how did you find them well,
1: how did you find them? Yo, man, I'm just saying, sometimes <laughs> I just come across some hidden gems, man. I just, so this is how I discover other artists, right? I'm just going to say Griselda because y'all know Griselda. There'll be like random songs or like older projects where like these random artists and I'll hear a verse from this artist. They're not Griselda. Maybe they're affiliated or it just happened to be a feature. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, let me divulge more into this artist. And then it starts, you going to a rabbit hole. You start discovering other artists. That's how I discovered, um, Crime Apple hmm. through this, through the Spanish Jesus song with him in Westside. Then after I listened to some Crime Apple, I started discovering RLX, you know, it's just like a ra- rabbit hole. That's how I discover guys. And these, uh, Ringwood guys, I think I, di- I discovered them through like, um, I was I was uh, going through like some beats or something like that, and I seen them, and I gave them a chance, and I started enjoying what I heard. Then I listened to more and more, and I was like, "Oh, these guys are kind of dope." So, that's yeah, sh- cool. sh- yeah, shouts out to them, and uh, that's how I'd be finding guys, even guys like from the DMV side. That's how I find them. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> nah, it's probably that's probably the best way because you know you at least you know it's going to be within that wheelhouse or something like, it, especially yeah now is that the way you found asap rocky back in the day
1: i think i found asap rocky just like almost everybody else did through peso okay I, hmm. yeah I, I don't know i think asap rocky i found him because peso blew up that's it now the rest of the guys maybe like space Ghost, perp and ferg and yams da. i found that through rocky but rocky himself was because of his song peso yeah that yeah because peso was like when
0: that song dropped Cause at that time, I think I was getting everything from the blogs. So like hot yeah. new hip hop, two dope boys, and when that joint ill roots, as soon as that dropped, it like it just grew legs across all of those spots. And it was like you said, it, it the song blew up to a point where you it was impossible to not see it. Right. At that exactly. point, so right. like it, and definitely now when we look at where ASAP Rocky started and where he's ended at this point, um, or where he's at at this point. I think, I think he surprised everybody this year, especially. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I mean, like he's a lucky man. Shouts out to him and Rihanna, you know,
0: Yeah, about to drop that album,
2: about to drop an album. And she's about to drop that baby. And oh, you know, I was talking about the, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, you know, just shouts out to both of them. They look real happy. It's one of the most fashionable pregnancies I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah. Nah, definitely. So this. Uh, without saying too much, it's, it's pretty dope to see it, um, especially just in terms of your favorite artists or artists you grew up seeing coming in and seeing where they are and maturing. So I think it's pretty cool to see. So, But it's, it's interesting, though, definitely seeing artists of, that's older and now we're seeing these new artists now. Even, I think, I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but it seems like in this younger generation, the new trend is like actually getting married or something to that nature. Like, I'm not yeah. sure if you... Like, I'm not sure if y'all saw like um sometime over the holidays, I think Dirk had proposed to his girlfriend also. So like that whole marriage thing is kind of becoming like a new thing. So oh
2: really? So people don't want to be out in the streets
0: anymore? Yeah, that hot girls, that hot girl summer stuff ain't ain't what they thought it was, man.
1: It I'm about? all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm I'm all for guys proposing <laughs> to their longtime girlfriends and stuff and being committed to them you know let's yeah, send a, po- yeah. a positive yeah let's send a positive message to younger guys because I, I felt like last year and the year before was like the rise of the insults where they're just like <laughs> they're disrespecting women and just yeah trashing nah, all over them yeah that shit is not cool so no nah. nah, and it's weird too
2: like how that's like actually like a really popular thing you know what i mean like yeah. dudes like really get a kick out of saying like this chick would never make it with me and blah 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 like they're gonna be right. alone for the rest of their lives and miserable you know what i mean not even in a way that's like constructive just on some like kind of like I'm, I'm hating on you on a low type shit you know what i mean
1: yeah it, yeah. It feels like they're entitled even though that the chicks that they talk about would never get with them type of guy. <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> exactly bro it's it, that's the distorted part of like this whole thing i think with especially because like, i think the internet influences people into a space where they they believe more of the internet than the reality of the yeah, world yeah. and it kind of breeds those like you said those type of incels but i don't know hey hopefully they can get up out of that because it, it's just a bad way of th- it's a bad way of thinking. it's not a smart way of thinking though yeah. but but yeah speaking of dirk though um uh, did you guys have a chance to check out this whole thing that's been going on between him and young boy in nah. terms of like their beef so what exactly is going on could you fill me in yeah, so um, in so many words, I mean, we all are familiar with the whole thing with uh, Quando Rondo and King Von, yeah. and Quando Rondo being Santa Young Boy, whatever. So this kind of all started with some Instagram post of flashing money, sending messages to each other, and I guess this beef has just kind of been brewing from ever since this whole thing with, uh, or at least to my knowledge, or where I can where I picked up at. It was since this whole thing with uh or it's been escalated since this whole thing with King Von since King Von's passing. So they've uh recently dropped two diss song, uh diss song to each other. Of course, Dirk has been known to when he actually does drop rap songs, he's a lot of times throwing shots at different artists. So he dropped a song called Aha, um, which Youngboy just immediately responded back, I think the next day, with uh, I think I think the song's called I Hate Young, they hate young, I hate Youngboy or something like that. Right. Where he's kind of dissing him, but then he kind of goes off and starts dissing Bootsy, Gucci Man, right. uh, Lil Baby, any pretty much anybody affiliated with Lil Dirk. So this is um this is a very interesting beef knowing just the two, these two parties in, in terms of like their background.
2: Uh so here's what I'll say about it, right? So I didn't listen to the Lil Dirk song, but I did listen to I Hate Young Boy and uh Gucci song, Publicity Stunt what I'll say about it is this publicity stunt is a decent song. I like it. Gucci Ratwell Wall on that song shouts out to Gucci legend. I think he handled it in a good way. I don't think he really had to respond to a young boy, but I mean, he did and he didn't really say anything too crazy. So, I mean, I guess it's not that bad. Um, as far as the music goes, like that's all I really have to say about it. But man, anything else is like, that's, that's beside it for me. Uh,
1: I'm just to piggyback off of the, publicity stunt song to me i've i looked at it as like yeah gucci responded but he's also just keeping it in the music i i don't think it's gonna with as far as gucci's part of the whole random beef beef excuse me i don't think he's gonna take it a step further i think the man enjoys his freedom enjoys his business as you can see he's making a lot of money um this is really a a yb versus dark thing and the fact that Gucci put out the better this song or the better record overall just goes to show that, you know, these auto-tune guys can't rap. So that's why. Oh, you didn't out.
0: you didn't care for Dirk's Dirk's song?
1: I didn't. I didn't hear Dirk's song. I'm just comparing yeah. it to the I hate Young Boy and publicity
0: uh, stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, well, I was gonna say to me um, personally, I think I, and of course you'll say it's a bias, but I think I do think Dirk had the better the better <laughs> song. I mean, personally, to me, I think he had a better song. I think, like I always said. I mean,
1: you're, rapp- you're, To me, when he raps... you're a fan. I mean, of- no, and I'm not knocking well, you. Well, I, f- I know. It's, I'm, yeah. I don't take any offense to. Oh, okay. it. I,
0: to okay. me, I look at it like this. Like I said, when he raps, the nigga when he raps, the guy he's really good long story short okay and like i said he puts out rap whether you listen to him or not he puts out rap songs so it's like he put out the to me i think he put out the better song and turn definitely when we talk in beef songs nonetheless that's fair. um only person i only song i didn't listen to was lil boosie song where he had to make a response to young boy but i don't know i think this is a a, a weird situation because I don't know. I, th- I just think it's a weird situation nonetheless, but music-wise, I think the music's good, but we'll see more. We'll probably see more of what's to come, especially with um, especially with festival season coming around the corner. So, Well, yeah.
2: <clears throat> speaking of festivals, I know I'm not sure if y'all saw like the uh, lineup for Rolling Loud. It's really good. Um, you know, you have, I think, Futures headline one tonight, uh, Kendrick, Kanye, yeah. uh, Playboy Cardi's gonna be there, all that stuff. Like,
0: Every rapper, pretty much. Pretty
2: much every rapper that you can think of off the top of your head is gonna be
0: at Rolling Loud this year. So just yeah, that I see to me that's where I think this is I think that's where it's gonna kind of get really sticky because this this whole situation between these two rappers is kind of putting in a divide from what it seems like. Or I'm not sure if it's fans that are pushing for it or what because I mean oh well, of course we've heard stories before, but um it, you can tell there's a divide now where people are having to quote unquote choose sides in this whole situation. so and I'm not sure if you saw but even young boy and uh the baby put out a, a joint project I did see where people yeah where people are giving him slack about this flack about oh you're doing a project with them so which I think it shouldn't be a situation where people have to pick sides, but I think th- because it's people are trying to make it this whole, either you're on Dirk's side or you're on young boy's side, whether it's industry or out of industry. Um, I think that's, I think we will probably see more of this, um, kind of grow over the summer, unfortunately.
1: Well, I but, mean, you know, let's just, let's, I mean, like whatever, man, it, well, it ho- hopefully it doesn't lead to more senseless violence. No, that's fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: No, no i'm I mean- just saying
1: it like nothing about it positive can you say anything positive about the situation no no nah, nah, i'm i'm reflecting yeah. on the conversation we had off cam- off camera that's why
0: so okay. the situation no. getting oh, sticky okay.
2: there the situation getting sticky there and like with kanye west getting in a sticky situation with kim kardashian like do you think that's going to have any effect with
0: uh like festivals or anything like that nah, nah. I, to be honest with you i personally i'll I believe in when this thing's true. I personally believe Kanye and Kim use their use their marriage as a one of their weapons to for media attention. Ooh, uh,
1: that's that's and, that's a hot talking point, Spencer. That's a hot yeah, take. It yeah, might not be look, wrong.
0: Yeah, and uh, reason I say this, and and don't get me wrong, it could very well be the truth. Uh, to me, I say it like this: I don't know these people personally, so I can't form I can't form an opinion based off whatever the real details are because that's private. But based off what we see externally based off what we see in the media to me as a Kanye fan you see where he's you are I'm able to tell where he's always found a way to market something right we never hear about Kanye until it's time for something to come out more often and right now he's been on a hot he's been on a hot run even when the he had the whole situation with Kim before everything he had the situation with Kim and next thing you know you're seeing like oh there was a whole lot, there was a whole lot of frenzy about it. Long story short, when I went to down to the down to one thing, right. There was a whole lot of frenzy. of will can make it will Kim come blah, blah, blah. So to me, I think there's, a, I, to me personally, I think that's just my take long story short. That's my take on it. I mean, if, if it's true, then I hopefully, um, hopefully they can make this an amicable divorce, but I don't know.
2: I don't know. It's weird to seeing it all kind of play out in public. Like if we are to believe what's going on is what's going on then I mean like you can't really say Kanye West is right for anything that he's doing and I would say that I think in the future we're probably going to see it play out a lot more in the tell-alls and whatnot probably on the show you know what I mean like I don't think this is the end of it uh it's just a lot of antics right now and you know the whole situation kind of playing out in front of our faces so yeah to me, I think, you know, a lot of people are kind of saying, you know, looking at it like, well, it is what it is. And a lot of people love Kanye, so they're not going to say anything bad about him, which is fine. But I mean, like at the same point in time, it's it's interesting to see that play out and see how
0: uh, public perception is kind of playing with it as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the way public perception plays with this, it it does have a, a big factor in it, because I, at the end of the day, if this is a whole if this, looking at this through the eyes of. This is a real thing, right? I'm not going to lie to you. Kanye looks nuts, right? There's a lot of things in this whole situation that makes him look, makes this whole thing look wild. But yeah, to me, it's just kind of crazy.
2: So uh, like other than that, though, did y'all see the new Netflix documentary that came out, Genius? I know that pretty much everybody's been talking about it. I saw the first two parts. I didn't get to see the third.
1: Uh, Yeah, I haven't seen the third yet. I didn't see a single episode and I want to see it and I'm not against seeing it. It's just my time this past week prevented me from seeing it. So I'm going to make it a, a priority this week to, to watch all three episodes, but yeah, I'm, I'm eager to see it. So whatever, I mean, whatever you guys say, please don't spoil it. Yeah. Well, I'll, I won't say much. I'll, I will say this it's
0: um as a fan of Kanye West this is probably like as a fan of any artist this is kind of like the ideal type of documentary you would love for to see from any of your favorite artists I'll put it I'll say that I will say but okay. I'll give it anything away but okay fair enough
2: I understand why a lot of people are saying it's inspiring you know just to see like what kanye west kind of had to go through in order to get to where he's been at with the first album at least because that's what i'll say is like pretty much the majority of the first episode and most of the second episode is about so i mean like it's uh it's a lot but you know just seeing his rise up from that moment i thought it was was pretty interesting and just seeing as to who was
0: around him yeah it 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 is and i'll put it and i'm not gonna say i won't say anything but just from i've seen like just a little bit of the episode three and The third episode definitely looks like this, just from the first five minutes I've seen. And I've, and I fell in love with the first two episodes, which are both an hour and a half essentially. This looks like this may be, this third episode looks like this may be the best one. Really? Just, yeah. Just because of what I put like this I I played it and I was trying to get some stuff together, right? I was trying to get my breakfast together while I played it. And immediately within five minutes of playing it, I was like, "Oh, I have to, I have to dedicate just time just to watch this because you can tell this is this is about enough. This is about those chapters of his of Kanye West's life, to say the least. So I, without saying anything, that's the best I can say. It so this okay. is I will say this though. This is eat. I'll put it like this. Just watch it and then let's let's talk about it afterwards. All right, so. It's, really good but now another, nah, another thing
2: that's playing out in the public eye is this slaughterhouse split pretty much um
0: what joel ortiz and uh who else was talking about it uh joel ortiz uh joe budden and royce to five nine they were they all were on instagram with each other about this really um yeah um I i'm not sure if part. i didn't i'm not sure if crook was on the if they if he was on the live but I did see I did see some clips where it was uh, well. Give some backstory. Slaughterhouse, which is made up of Joe Budden, Royce to 5'9, Crooked Eye, and Joel Ortiz. Royce 5 5'9 and Joe Budden apparently don't want to do Slaughterhouse right now, or that's not their main priority. Joel Ortiz and um, and Crooked Eye, they decided to make a album called the The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. And they're using the logo and everything like that. And that's where there's an issue in that because these each member is like, hey, we all own this. We didn't, Joe and Royce are like, we didn't sign off on this. So they kind of, which it's unfortunate because this is kind of going back to what um you said before, Lyle. Like certain things don't need to be on the internet. And definitely when there's four these three men that are over the age of 40, they're Joel Ortiz and, and Joe are kind of having words with it. Joe says something being Joe's personality of saying like that, that album could suck my, and Joe L. Ortiz is like, you're gonna have to remember that when I see you. Like, this this is kind of like a, it's kind of weird, man, because it's not what you expect, nor that you want. What a group like this, but this is, they've, long story short, they've been arguing on the internet on if they're right or they're wrong, and it's been a really hot topic at the moment. What's your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, just from hearing you explain it, it just sounds like it's in-family fighting and then they shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't be on the internet with it and they really all need to like, hey, wherever we're at, we need to fly out to a neutral place and and hash this shit out. And not online for people to make fun of them and shit because you know that's what people are doing. Exactly.
0: Because to me, it's not one of those things. It's a difference when it's someone that's like 17, 18. They know know right. better. But it's like... Even if that's it, long story to me, it's like at the end of the day, even if you don't want to do something, or hey, I have a difference of opinion, like you said, just call them. It's better, a a phone call is way better. This is just sad. What's your thoughts on it?
2: I feel like if they found this out online, then yeah, I'd be upset about that because it's like, hey, y'all didn't give me a call like about the name or anything like that. Because, like, apparently.
0: That's how, I ha- that's how they found out about it.
2: Well, yeah, then I'd be mad too because it's like, okay, like besides the fact that I don't want to make the music, I want the money from it if you're going to use my name. You know what I mean? Because it's my name. It is what it yeah. is. So yeah. it's like, I'm I'm sure that didn't happen. That No conversation about that happened. So they have a right to be upset. I mean, mm-hmm. now, Joe Budden being who he is, he probably went scorched earth with it. I mean, probably didn't have to do that, but it is what it is. You know, emotions are emotions, I guess. So I mean, mm-hmm. like, they just need to hash it out. They all yeah. need to link up and yeah. hash it
0: out. Yeah, because you know? this this yeah. didn't have to happen, but it happened now. So now they got to fix it. Yeah. yeah, but you can, it, but that and that's the thing about it, where even from what it looks like, for them to go through this type of course of action via like social media, you can tell more than likely you can tell there's um, there's there has to be some break in communication, where like there I put like this: if if I had a dispute with either one of y'all, right? Mm-hmm. there's no way i could see me going on social media having trying to have a conversation with you only and to me a <laughs> person to me i felt like to me i couldn't see me saying oh let's talk li- loud Nadja. let's get on live and talk about this since no, since there's no other way of communicating but to me i feel like when it's when it's parties like this there's there's some overlap like even even if you're not talking to them anymore there's some way of communicating there's too many there's too many mutual friends, and for I would this like to be hitting the internet,
2: man. I would like to say that they're like you know past the point of doing this, but they've been having a continuing beef going on for a little bit now.
0: Yeah, well, because uh, that's and that's the beef, from what it seems like. Crook and Joel and Joel are like, hey, we want to rap, we want to put out an album. Y'all two don't want to put out an album at Slaughterhouse we want to put out a Slaughterhouse album. Y'all don't want to put out a Slaughterhouse album. And I listened to like the first single, which is like um, on something stage, something backstage or something like that. And he even says like, yeah, you know, Joe, he mentioned, he's saying like, yeah, Joe didn't want to be a part of it, blah, blah, blah. So it sounds like this might, this album, to me from what it sounds it's this album may end up being like their perspective on the rise and fall of Slaughterhouse, which i just don't think like you said someone's there should have been a communication beforehand before just at least business-wise to get the business out the way but
2: i don't like of, i don't like talking shit online yeah that shit really irks me like if you got a problem with me and you bring that shit online i guarantee you that shit will not like i'm it's not going to be a friendly conversation after that like you know what i mean that's pretty much it
0: facts, no nah, i feel like the, internet is, there's no need for internet games, nonetheless. Like, but even um, and don't get me wrong, I think in some instances, like it, it can help some, uh, some artists, those games, they play those games, whether it's one way or another, like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with even Conway, for instance, right? Where he's done it, where he'll put out tweets of like, oh, I'm not the best, or I'm not messing with Griselda, but we all know they're still family. And in that situation, it works. And I'm not sure if he used that this time, but for his new album, God God Don't Make Mistakes, uh, which is his release through Shady Records, uh, which is actually one of his label mates to some extent, uh, Slaughterhouse. Yeah, have he put out that album recently. Have you guys had a chance to check it out?
1: Yeah, so I, I listened to the album. I listened to it more than once. And I enjoy the album. It's not a perfect 10 out of 10 for me. But if we really want to get into it, we can. But yeah, for sim- simple answer, yes. I listened to the album and I enjoyed it.
2: Well, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was good. I think um, one thing that I was worried about when I heard um, the, the single for this album was right. I wasn't sure if the songs were going to be good because I was like, oh, that song is all right. But it wasn't really like that for me. You know what I mean? So I was hoping they didn't really um, continue in that vein. And I think that for the most part, like, especially towards the latter half of that album. I think that the album is good. I think that Conway's rapping is, you know, of course, top tier throughout the whole album. Um, for me, I think it's a good listen. It's not necessarily my, um, you know, pick for album of the year so far. I mean, it's only March, but, you know, I, I think it's worth a listen.
1: So to it's funny that you say my pick for album of the year is only March. I, yeah, it's too early to say what's album in the year, or whatever. But far as like my favorite projects of the year, I think I would put this in there because out of a 12-track album, there's only two songs I really did not care for, which was one was John Woo Flick, which was the single, and the song with T.I. I just didn't think that song was great at all. But mm-hmm. the rest of the album, I can I can sit there and thoroughly enjoy it. I think what most most... So the beat selection of this album is better than what I usually hear from Conway projects. But what I will say, I think this is the best rapping from Conway period. He talks about a lot of life shit Mm. and a lot of, a lot of stuff that he, he went through. It's not just about, you know, Coke and other street shit he's talking about like real life issues that he's been through and what he's dealing with. And I respect that a lot because that shows like, Hey, he can be versatile by rapping about different things and not just about how many bricks he sold or people that he know that sold bricks. And I'm not saying that's bad because we all listen to Griselda for that, but it's not, it's a fresh breath air when you see a, a artist who can really rap has versatility in their, in their, uh, content and that and it's not too much of the same thing and that's what i like one yeah i
0: i well i would agree with that only i would definitely agree with that that was kind of like my big take from this album um just just because i think when we have when you have an artist especially especially someone like Conway where we know you have the ability to rap i think it's that moment where you need that transparency of like hey like he like where he talks about him losing one of his children but then having another kid like when I listen to that, I'm like, "Whoa! This isn't something that you're used to." You typically, exactly. get, you're typically, it's always like, "Yo, I told my, I told my man, 's put on your mask, not for COVID nineteen, but you got AIDS to bad.'" Like, yeah, you're, typically you're hearing that. Nothing about his life and person and personal issues. So, like, I mean, granted, he might say something about his son or daughter or son. I, he, I'm not sure if he has a. I think he has a daughter as well. Um, well, he'll say something about his children, nonetheless. So on other songs, but this time it. I think this was the thing that did make this album probably one of my more favorite projects by him. So yeah, definitely I, would agree.
2: I think that Kong, Conway, um, he hits on different topics a decent bit. Um, I think he hits on them like a decent bit more than the Grisota, other Grisada rappers is what I'll say, right? So like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him a little like credit for like on other songs, like you know, kind of getting deep into some of the subject matter. Um, I think this album is definitely more, you know, um it's definitely more in the vein of that. You know what I mean? Like he's definitely talking about that more like on the song stressed and you know, whatever, like he's really getting into like a lot of like what's going on with him. And I think it's a good listen, man. Like, you know, I think Conway is the best rapper out of Griselda. Yeah.
1: Lyrically, lyrically, he's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah.
0: I'll give, I'll definitely give you that. I can definitely give you that one. Yeah. Outside of him. Um, Outside of his project, I'm not sure if I listened to it, but I know Alchemist was a part of it. Um, currency dropped uh, a collab project with Alchemist called Continuance.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I didn't really, I might've listened to it. I know I listened to some current. I'm not a big Currency fan. So I, I listened to something that was Currency and it might've been, it might've been the, I'm not, all jokes aside, it might've been the album, but whatever I heard, it sounded good. So what did you guys think of of it? I know that's Show boy and stuff.
2: This is why I call you a hater, man. Because of what the you, way you mean? Was, the way you, you talk about it lends to you being a hater. That's what it is.
0: That's not hate though. That's honesty.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. It you're is, you're being honest, but you're <laughs> hating. You're being honest about your hating. Yeah. How is it being
0: how is that, how, how, yeah. how that hate, <laughs> how, how being how's that, how that hating? If I said, yo, I listened to something, I'm not sure if it was that, but I know I liked it. And I know he Come had on, a project. Bro, bro Come that, on. how is that how's
1: that wrong? Come on. Yeah, okay, first of all, it's it's documented, right? And the reason I say it's documented because <laughs> listeners, you could go back to earlier yeah. episodes of Hollywood's podcast. You are not a currency fan, right? And I said so, that
0: I started this, I started right. this off by you, saying
1: you're that. You're not a currency fan. Not only you're not a currency fan, You think Currency is not a good artist, so that's been documented as well. So for you, so for you to come out be like, "Oh yeah, I heard a Currency song. I don't know if it's on the project or not, or or (laughs) not on the project." That comes (laughs) off as like this guy is hating. It's best. It's best if you just be like, "Yo, I just didn't hear the project," because that's the real answer, bro. But at the same time,
0: I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it was or not. I know I played something that is. And I know it wasn't something that I already had in my phone. So I know I played something of his and that was it. It could have right. been the album or it couldn't have been. Yes, I've been on that. I've been documented saying I'm not a big fan. I don't think he's the best artist rapping wise. But at the same time, I'm saying, yo, he put out something. I heard something he put out and I liked it. It might have been from this album. It might not have been. It'd be no different if I said, it's some, if I said it was Conway. It wouldn't sound like, hey, it's just because I, I've already said I don't care for this artist
1: you probably the song that you're probably referencing is probably not even a currency song It's probably some other artists (laughs) it was currency no it was currency do you know do you know the name of the song bro i have no Um, idea i was playing uh,
0: i just played something
1: so you just went on apple music and press
0: yeah i have I've, i've already said i have a song i have songs in my phone that are currency this i have currency songs in my phone i just don't like the his catalog I've always said that I don't think he's the best artist. He has a couple good songs to me.
1: Well, That's this, God. So I was gonna say, <laughs> you know, moving on because you know we could talk about Spencer's dislike, disdain for this, for this. The narratives, players. man. The, nar- <laughs> the
0: narratives y'all build, man. It's so, very crazy. strong
1: dislike. Yeah, the so, crazy narrative, man. So far, this is my favorite project of the year. I think this project is dope as hell. Um, I it's. I could play it from the first song to the last song. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's 12 tracks. Um, My favorite song on there, I mean, it's kind of a tie between the two. It's the song with Boldy James called No Yeast and a song called, what is it? Louis Vuitton Baggage, something like that with Babyface Ray. Those are the the two songs I like the most off the project. But uh, outside of that, I love the whole project as a whole already ordered the vinyl because those vinyls were selling out crazy already so i just think this is a good solid project i don't think it's a studio album and that's why we keep saying project um listeners definitely if you're a fan of rap music I recommend for you to check this out. I'm not going to sit here and gas it up saying like, oh, this is lyrical, miracle, spiritual, habitual, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to sit here and say, hey, this is a good rap project. Dope beats on here. You guys can ride out to this and boom. Yeah, I
2: mean, I enjoy Currency's music. You know, I think he is a good rapper. I think he's a great rapper. Um, Alchemist is top tier, you know, producers. So this album to me was, you know, a good mixing mixture of the two. Uh, my favorite songs, I would say probably, or Cor- Corvette, Rally Stripes, and, uh, the final board. I like that both parts of that song are actually nice.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, to me, I really enjoy this song. Um, it reminds me a lot of Covert Coop. Covert one of my favorite mixtapes. Um, and like, I would say that, you know, Currency and and Alchemist have had a good run. This is part of like the good run that they're actually both on right now. And I think that um we're going to look back at this run that, you know, especially Alchemist I'll say with his production and like just look at it and be like wow, he really made like a lot of dope projects and, you know, made a lot of dope music in like a I'll say what 10 years man, right now.
1: Something like that. Yeah, I mean, man, he he he's a I mean, he, he's a legend in the game right. Of course. Pro- yeah. Producer wise. Yeah. And I think this is kind of a, like his A a really strong second wave for him and and I just think that all these projects that he's doing with these and they're lesser known artists too like some of them have bigger name values than others of course but like for the general scale things they're not like mainstream superstars like we don't we won't get a Kanye West Alchemist project we won't get a um, Drake and Alchemist project we might get a song produced by Alchemist on a Drake album or something but it won't be like a straight 12 song project with Drake and Alchemist. And I and I like the fact that he's he's doing these projects with these lesser known artists because it kind of gives uh some limelight to these lesser known artists, you know, and to help expose them to a a bigger artist than what they're usually used to, you know what I'm saying? So, I I I appreciate this run that Alchemist is on and and the artists I work with that's working with him I appreciate their run too.
2: Now I got a question for you, real quick, while Before we move on, would you say All this right. run ran? Do you think it began with uh, Return of the Mac with Alchemist and Prodigy? Because that's the, I think that's the first like I guess we call them what um designer tapes like we like to call them on this podcast. Yeah, like,
1: I I don't know I don't know man because that those projects like even the Albert Einstein um, album that he did with Prodigy there those are older those right. are kind of older and i think that's kind of part of like the the first wave of alchemist i feel like now and you know alchemist he's been tied in with mob deep you said first wave yeah first wave i thought that was second one yeah mob deep is the first wave to me i think no but that's what i'm saying prodigy mob deep alchemist tied in with mob deep that's yeah. still kind of the thing that's i'm fair. saying i'm talking about you know alchemist doing stuff outside of uh mob deep doing music mm. with artists outside of new york and stuff like that like that's to I me that's say, like the second wave stuff well i would say that okay i, I can understand that to
0: me i will for me i'll probably put albert einstein because it's between that or i mean even maybe boldy james to be honest with you because he did boldy James.
1: Chem- yeah my first chemistry side which yeah. i
0: think that came out on like what 14 or 15 maybe so yeah, something like
1: that yeah
0: yeah so i mean alchemist thing i can say alchemist always he never misses he doesn't miss too often like his second this second wave has always been um the second wave has definitely been a good one so far for him
1: i mean did that answer your question or no it did okay yeah with dope projects and stuff like that there's still things outside of music in the entertainment business that also brings in dope things and people should be aware too and i'm not saying this everybody should be revolved around this, but this is a nice little footnote in a particular man's career. And that man who I'm talking about listeners is the rock. So for anybody paying attention to NFL or sports and sports period, they would know that, well, the rock him and a company that he works with. And plus his longtime uh, manager or partner in business, Danny Garcia, that basically they bought out the XFL. And then now they made a deal with the NFL, you know, about a couple of years later that basically, Hey, they're not going to be on. Un- it's more like a partnership. Let me just say that much. And it's a partnership where the XFL, they're not the NFL will try out new rule sets and stuff like that with the XFL. And if they see if it works, they're going to bring that rule set over to the NFL. So they're tr- it's kind of like, they're officially saying, I mean, they're unofficially saying the XFL is like their feeder league. They're not saying they're going to be pulling athletes from the XFL, but with them saying stuff like, yeah, we're going to try out some rules and we're going to adopt their rule sets, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like that's kind of like, Hey, if you could read between the lines, the XFL, they're not under us per se, but we're going to be, I don't know, using some of our resources, blah, blah, blah. They're like their sister league yeah in a sense yeah like that that's probably a better explanation so i think that's cool with with the rock doing that because once again you know obviously the guy came from wrestling now he's the biggest hollywood movie actor and you know now he's doing different things with businesses and he's getting in the in the space of sports he's the official his sneakers the official sneaker of the ufc if people know so this guy he's into all sorts of he's getting into different avenues and this is just another thing so it's going to be a matter of time before this guy becomes a billionaire it's going to be crazy too yeah man definitely is shouts out to the rock man i think that it's pretty dope
2: that um after you know getting ownership of the xfl that they made it into like pretty much a sister league for the nfl i think that's actually pretty cool i think it works out the best way for that because the nfl doesn't really have like a a uh, league that's like a, like a G League or something like that. You know what I mean? Anything yeah. leading up. And I think that could be good for uh, players who make it out of college who don't necessarily find a place. But not only that, they're trying to make a lot of alternative leagues to the NFL right now. So, of course, the NFL wants competition that will lead closer to their competition. You know, so they don't really want people taking away um, players from the NFL who might be, you know, decent in some way, shape, or form. So I think it's a good
0: way to also prevent that. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think this is I think this is, is a good sign of things to come, especially for someone like The Rock. Um, as well as possibly for other candidate other players that may be trying to go into the league or find a, they are finding an, another place where they can actually expose their talents that could actually get them upgraded to the league or something to that nature. So I, I think we'll I think there'll be more to see to see see from this. But this is definitely a good deal though. That's what's
1: up. Yeah, most, most definitely. Um, I, I mean, let's let's just really talk about it and just get into it since we're on the topic of sports. UFC 272, guys. I mean, the main event, uh, the blood feud, the bitter, you know, former friends, bitter rivals, the corny tagline the UFC did. Col- Kobe Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. Have you guys seen this fight? Yeah, I watched it last night. Um, it was interesting
2: to see... After all the shit talking, the the main event finally take off, you know, um, it was cool to see that Ho- or Kobe Covington said, did exactly essentially what he was going to do. I think it's funny when you have two people talking a lot of shit and one of those people have to answer for all that. And I think with Jorge Masvidal losing his fight, this is kind of like the end of the era that we've kind of seen him go on, the Street Jesus era, you know what I mean? Um, and... I'm not a, the biggest fan of Colby Covington's stick at all, but he can fight. I think that a lot of people got to realize that his pressure and his ground game is essentially how he won this fight. I think that um, there's uh, he didn't do much wrong except for get dropped in the fourth. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna say it was a perfect fight for him, but you know,
0: I I had no problem with it. Yeah, same here. Um, I, I didn't have a problem with the fight. I think, like you said, it's it's interesting when you get to see these two guys have had had so much to say about each other finally had this chance to see each other. And even as you saw, even in the post, uh, post-fight interview with Masvidal, when Joe Rogan asked him what his game plan was, he was like, to break his face. So, like, clearly it didn't work. But, like, it's... You can tell that there was such bad blood that even after the fight was over with, these guys still wanted to go back and forth with each other. But nonetheless, Kobe did... Kobe... Kobe uh, Kobe did prove that um, what he said he could do, what he would go out and do, put his back against the cage more often than not. Um, Jorge Masvidal, he should have just been, he wasn't certain, he was staying too much put and keeping his back against the uh, cage too often, instead of trying to circle around to try to keep him keep himself in the middle of the ring. So, um, Masvidal, he kept getting taken down, he couldn't answer for it. for the, Well, he was able to keep himself, he was trying to fight his way up for, for the most part, but even then, after a while, it looked good, impressive. Some it looked pretty decent in the first round, but after that, you could tell just the grinding that Kobe was doing and putting his weight on Masvidal, he tired him out. And even when we saw him get clipped in the fourth, you could tell that Jorge he didn't have enough gas. He didn't have enough gas to really even push it to even try to get Kobe out of there at that point. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, to me, I like I, I agree. I think this is kind of the end of that that era. Like I. Maybe they may end up fighting each other when they're all super old one day, but I don't really see that. I don't, I never see that ever happening again in the UFC. After, after Definitely after the performance last night.
1: I mean, to me, it is what it is. You did, they both had 25 minutes, and one of them utilized the 25 minutes the best of their abilities. I think the era of the street Jesus guy. I think that the chapter is, I think it was closed when he got knocked out by Usman. But like now this is, hey, the book has been burned. So I, I for only way, Maxwell to come back to relevance, if he's like on a 10 fight winning streak and he's beating actual competition, he's not waiting around for the title shot anymore. Like, in my opinion, he did it to himself. Um, I'm definitely not a big fan of Covington. He he coveted and punished him 25 minutes. There was not a round I gave to Masvidal. Even that second round, from what I've seen, I thought Kobe did enough to win it. So, and I I just don't think that they just both, they need to start fighting people. That's it. They do a lot of talking crap online and sitting out and waiting and picking and choosing the fights. Like Kobe already, he already called out, that's a Poirier. Poirier is, in, is a lightweight. never fought at welterweight like come on like i understand you guys have whatever quote-unquote beef but that's dumb and you need to fight a welterweight contender you need to fight a guy that that's up there that's going to give you a challenge if you if we talked about this last week i I was picking Kobe to win anyway just off of the wrestling and the pressure and his striking's not that bad if you watch the usman the second usman fight you see the guy he got better with his striking and i wasn't surprised when he was teeing off of masvidal as much as he did you know people people think of like oh, or if you watch the fight you would see kobe was giving it to him on the feet too it wasn't just mm-hmm. it wasn't just him dragging him down and drowning him he was giving it to him on the feet too so I mean, and this is coming from a guy who who always roots against him but it is what it is you got to call spade a spade i mean Covington was a better fighter and he utilized the skills a lot better Jorge had 25 minutes and the dude did nothing, you know, nothing but crap as Jack. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, at, at that point though, I mean, it, at, nonetheless, so you're right though. Like he did have, they both had the same amount of time and Kobe was able to show even on the feet. You can see he was, he was stiffening them with a jab at a certain points. And even when Jorge would try to come in, you could tell it's, he was still able to keep him at keep him at bay to the point where it's like, okay, I'm gonna press you until I can get your back against the cage and then I'll take you down. But even on the feet, I'm still handling it. Um I, I will be honest with you, I knew I knew Jorge Masvidal was gonna lose before the fight started. Um, especially after going on Instagram and seeing where Drake had put a bet on on Jorge. And we uh, all know we all know the beloved Drake curse that did a so, uh, Yeah. I
1: don't I don't think oh, Drake watched. I don't think he watches MMA like that. I mean, he probably watches Connor name, you <laughs> people, know, people that are interesting. Yeah. The personalities I mean, more. Yeah, exactly. It's, I don't think he, watch, cause he watched MMA. He would know like, man, Covington, I just don't see, I just didn't see how Covington was going to lose this fight. LS Jorge landed a, fo- a crazy knockout. Yeah, exactly. Like to me, that was the only, that was the only option. I
0: mean, we already knew that Co- Kobe was already like, he's the better skill fighter. Even Usman even came out and said, like, yo, the thing that everybody says about Kobe is he had, he's able to be in your face the whole fight. And we already knew that we saw that coming. We saw that coming and Jorge. Just didn't have the gas. He wasn't going to be able to have the gas for it nonetheless, or right. he wasn't, he wasn't prepared for that.
1: So, yeah, but well, with that, but that being said though, and we, before we move on, uh, uh, Kobe Coverson he has shown like, he still has a lot of holes in his game and because he got hit quite a bit in that fight he got hit in some of those exchanges i was just kind of like like ooh, man if you just fought a guy that knew how to you know wrestle really well plus strike i don't know (laughs) that's why he can't get past this so i feel
2: like like his stand-up just isn't his like strong stu strong suit he strikes the takedown you know what I mean? He's not really striking to be on the feet with you for a long time. If he's going to strike with you, more than likely he's going to be after he's worked you on the ground for a couple of rounds. So, like, I, I think he knows that in order for him to, like, really, like, be a striker, he's going to have to dedicate some time to that. But he knows he's not that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean,
0: uh, I mean, let's face it, more often than not, he when you're not the best striker, when you know you're not the best striker, his, his thing is, hey, I have the gas tank and I know – at the end we all know at the end of the day wrestling will tire somebody out it's just the fact that you have to get you have to get yourself in position to take them down right. so but at the same time like we said we see it when it comes to someone like Usman where when it comes to the champion he's not at that level but who knows kobe's still young he still he may have enough he may be able to tighten up his game i don't think he'll be usman anytime soon of course but who knows maybe he can find another opportunity somewhere else but in another division or whatever even if they open up 60 65 but
2: hopefully not a but lot yeah. of a lot of people were talking about uh Cain Velasquez at the pre- post press conference and throughout the night at UFC 272 definitely shot yeah. out to Cain yeah, yeah man
1: free <laughs> Cain
0: yeah bro like that I'm not going to lie to you that when I saw that trend when I saw his name trending on Twitter initially like the day it happened I didn't I'm like, I'm like, why would Cain I'm thinking he's probably having a comeback. And then you find out it's involving in shoot, a shooting. Um, uh, well, for the listeners who may not have noticed, uh not known, but yeah, Cain Velasquez apparently he he ended up shooting a guy. I guess it was at a daycare uh someone that was at a daycare allegedly, apparently uh, molested his his daughter, I believe, or his child over a hundred times. Or that was like the speculation so far. Yeah, that-
1: yeah, that's a speculation so right. far. I, I've, yeah. I've read as a daughter, I've read that it's like a... Close relative. Like, close relative, like a nephew or something like that. Yeah, mm. so I, I, this is the spec. Basically, the guy he went after... Molested someone.
0: Molested someone that was close to him. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, re- he returned some shots. They found... He turned himself in. I think the cops found the, the article I read when it first came out was like, I think the cops found the weapon and everything like that. Um, he's charged with attempted murder at this point. I think he could be facing like with 15. Life. Yeah. Life. So Yeah.
1: That's how he could be facing life because of the, the state laws in California. Um, and I, and it's crazy because um, I think the person that he did shoot that, that got sent to the hospital was like the stepfather of the, of the alleged target, so he yeah. so he shot the so he went after the the right person, but he didn't land the right target, yeah. and and because of that, now he's facing a lot of stuff. And there's and it's kind believe it or not, there's a divide on the internet on the situation. There's some people who who are so the side that I side on is like child predators in the in the past, basically they get off a lot lighter than what a lot of people would like for them to, to get off for. And because of that, because of that history, sometimes the more people are more inclined to take matters into their own hands, not because they're trying to be the executioner of these situations, but because of the fact that, Hey, any man, any, any woman as well, if their child was sexually abused more than one occasion, I a lot of those people, they're not going to just stand by and, and wait for a, a justice system that may or may not help them. It's not guaranteed that justice system is going to help them, despite whatever evidence or whatever that may be there. But So I don't fault any man trying to take care, take care of their children or their relatives from somebody doing such, something such as evil, just to be simply put, I don't see the issue. I mean, yeah, he it's, it was dangerous to what he did and all that. But once you read into it, you understand why he would do that. And any more person with morals, they, they might've not chased somebody and, and shoot them, but maybe they're going to chase him and try to drag him out and beat him up. And so I don't know, like to me, I support him and hopefully he doesn't have severe punishments, definitely not serve life in prison, while this other guy who was molesting the child gets to walk the streets for free.
2: In a situation like this, I feel like both sides have something to say, and neither side is necessarily wrong, right? Because it's like, yeah, he did take the law into his own hands, but you have to understand as to why he did so. So I think anybody with, like, a heart can understand why he did what he did because it is against the law i understand that he was willing to take the charge for it and you could see it in his mugshot that he didn't look really bothered by what he did like yeah he was there and he he knew what he was trying to do and i can't really blame him for what doing what he tried to do in a situation if you read about it like so i'm not gonna be on here to condemn him i can understand the other side but all i can say is that i would hope that he would be able to not be, be punished so harshly. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, I, I think for me, I think I'm hoping that his, his punishment isn't at is isn't extremely severe where he's spending the rest of his life in jail, especially uh, because I'm, I mean, we all know he's going to be charged with something. Right. Just, just for the fact he did the person he shot the granny, he didn't hit who he, he didn't get the person he wanted to get but he did hit somebody with, he did shoot somebody nonetheless.
1: So he probably will get some time. Yeah. He has has to be punished for that. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, And it's, and that's reasonable. And, but it's at the same time, I, I understand people that like, similar to what Nigel said, I understand people that are taking the stance of, Oh, Oh, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have taken the law into his hands. And I understand people that say the the inverse, right. And, at that same moment, a lot of people. There's a lot of opinions people can have on this, right? Whether they're on one side of the fence or the other, but we also have to think about this. This is someone that we all know is a fighter, right? We know he's a professional fighter. You have to think, and I, and I'm quite sure whether it's his child or if it's a family member. It's a protective nature of just being a a, a parent or a guardian or who or someone of taking care of someone else. Or someone that's innocent. Like, I think it's just his, his instinct nature that. Pro- if that happened, if that's how the story is going, that's probably his first thing he thought of. Hey, I'm going here first, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure the full story if if that was the case or whatnot. But I think people have to take that into consideration when they're when they. Are saying okay this is the him, he shouldn't have taken the law into his hand I don't necessarily agree with someone taking the law into their hands always but I think people have you, we do have to keep in mind that some type of news like this you can't you don't know how you respond until you're in that situation and we all pray no one ever is in that situation so it's this is just a, a
1: unf- this is like a really uh, I here's the thing I do. I think that he 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 should go on like on this killing spree and air out the whole fucking daycare. No. No, that's ridiculous and that's extreme. Him chasing that dude down and wanted to do whatever he was going to plan to do to the dude, I think is justified. Yeah, he's going to get arrested for it and like, but I think that's justified because if you guys had kids or like scratch that, your nieces and nephews, both of you guys, if you got, if you found out that something happened to them, This is not no like, well, let's see what the law does. You guys are not gonna be happy customers. You you're more inclined to take action within yourself. I'm not saying that you're more inclined to grab your guns. And I don't know if you if you guys have guns listeners don't say I'm just this is just a hypothetical. No, because you know how people are. I I know exactly. But you guys gonna go grab your guns and 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 ride out and, and, and start shooting up the house that they reside in. No, but If you do see that person in in person, yeah, you're going to be like, this is a situation I'm going to handle without talking. So uh, all I'm saying is just people on the Internet that sit on the the keyboards, you know, of course, you every four years you got expert politicians every time there's a case. You have somebody who's, who's, who study in fucking criminal justice. Every time there's some type of legal situation, you all have these keyboard experts and all that stuff. And like, that's not reality. You know, reality is us being human beings. And unfortunately, sometimes we're overtaken by our emotions, but this time I think Cain Velasquez was justified with his, with his emotions. You know what I mean? I, I just don't, understand how somebody could be cool with a child being molested i don't no. i don't think that's right. cool uh, i i don't understand how somebody would like well will let the law the law is not like fucking a, a piece of delivery where it's going to be handled that same day no as if people studied the shit went to school for it whether it's a part of your curriculum or not you understand that shit has shit takes time there's due process there's not shit that you could just do over fucking night sometimes people don't want a slow long burn process sometimes it's like yo this person touched so so my family and there's a very inappropriate way i'm gonna go handle it or if because if i don't go handle it they might be able to get away scotch free so it's just it's, it's kind of like that i don't I'm not advocating for the death of other people or whatever like that. Even though some people think that people sh- should be dead when they do that, what well, I'm saying is I advocate for people protecting their family and making sure that they take care of people who are hurting or harming their family. That's all I'm saying. Like yeah, he's gonna to have to get punished for shooting the other dude that wasn't his target. But for the other guy, if the other guy got whacked in the situation, then I I would be like, but the dude brought in upon himself. He should have never been touching little girls and boys. Should have never been doing that. That's wrong." So this is that's just my take on it. You know what I'm saying? I it's so easy when you're sitting behind a keyboard to be like, "You you shouldn't be, you know, uh, you know, according to U.S. Justice Code, Supreme Court, da da da." Like. <laughs> they only do it when it's when they want to feel cool and important to get likes on the comment board. Yeah. Like it's, um, yeah, it's in, and I think that's where you have people that
0: that's where you always have a keyboard warrior nonetheless. Like, I mean, I I think, I think hopefully, my thing is this out of this whole thing. And I mean, granted the, there is a lot of conversation on Kane at the moment. My main concern at this point is knowing that the person I want to uh, at this point, I need at least though we have him on, they have him arrested and hopefully he's able to, it, the punishment that he gets, it's hopefully not, it's light enough that it's not him spending the rest of his life in jail. But this person that is the acu- the the person that's being accused, I hope the police have locked this person up or they've started some type of investigation into this at the same time. Because I yeah, think they have to. Yeah, but, uh, I'm hoping so. But the uh, reason I say that is just because of the, the whole conversation because I, I just hope that in the conversation that came, it doesn't get lost. Cause you know, how some things where it, the the name becomes bigger than the whole situation and right, it can overshadow yeah. it. So, right. um, and similar to like, even some people from the MMA community have said, I think Joe Rogan one of them um, where he said it, he wish he would have just used his hands in this situation. Definitely knowing um, who Kane is, is, especially as a fighter it's i mean i'm not mad at that either at the end of the day i'm not mad i'm not mad at i'll put like this i'm not mad at anybody's opinion on how they think he should have handled the situation um but yeah it's it's hopefully hopefully this thing hopefully kane doesn't have to spend too much time in jail for this though yeah i agree yeah man definitely um free kane
2: hope to see him out soon and you know out on the streets
0: definitely so man definitely um, in
2: other news in other news um shout out to tom um a lot of people call him the goat best uh quarterback of all time i'm not gonna say the best football player of all time but i mean you know
1: yeah he retired he's um, done uh, how is he not the best football player of all time no. i don't know
2: i don't know if i, if I want to say that that's all but, what, but just, how, just because. how is he not?
1: how is he not like let's come on just, just because <laughs> just because i don't i don't want to say that because, because you look, man, Tom Brady's not my favorite athlete, but you got to give respect, bro. You got to give respect where respect is, is earned. You, uh, he's done something that's never going to be toppled. It, it might not be he, toppled in our lifetime. It might bro, be our children or grandchildren's lifetime. Man, he's it, easily the best quarterback of all time.
0: Bro, he has more rings than your team. than any team. it. Right. Like, ha, ha, ha. yeah, <laughs> he has more <laughs> rings than the Steelers. But yeah you'll yeah. <laughs> have a lot yo like you, there's no slight to that the
2: reason why i say that is because there's other football players who could just play multiple positions at very high levels so to say that he's the best player of all time i'm just not going to say that well, That's I, well
0: to me to me I'm, reason why i'm i have no problem saying he's the great and it and it, it pains me to say it because i always was against tom at some at some level right right but i have to say just because to me at the end of the day, when it comes to like the great, we start talking about championships, and we start talking about what what it looks like competing at the highest level of right. the sport that you're in. He competed at the highest level of the sport he's in, of the sport he's in. What ten times? About and yeah, it, ten times,
1: seven in and three. What in one seven? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We at the end of the day, we look at the resume, and then the resume is you know is big right? Yeah. You could have athletes that could play probably a few positions on defense and a few positions on on offense, but did they contribute to winning championships? No, we're not talking about the most athletic player in the game of football. We're talking about the, 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 the player that has done the most in football. And that's Tom Brady. He's, he's the greatest football player of all time until there's another football player that comes across and they could do anything remotely close to him. We're going to have this conversation. It it is what it is. And even and even then and even then,
0: right? The conversation is going to be the the conversation where Tom Brady's dispelled it is. Could he do it without Belichick?
1: Like he already he it, already it, he already yeah, killed you know, that it, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like
0: he he did it without Belichick. He did it for years with with the with Belichick, and then said, "Yo, I can. I'm gonna prove you prove a point. I'm gonna get the same game." a couple new faces and let's run this back and i still want a championship like there's not yo there's nobody i i hate to say there's nobody greater at this point like until we will never it like Lau said it'll probably be our children's children's lifetime we see a player that dominant
2: i'll say he's the best player when you say that currency's at least a good rapper how about
0: that wow i said hey bro (laughs) If that's the vendetta you want to stand on, yeah. that's the hill you want to live
1: on, man. Go for it. Yeah, Jesus, that's what I'm dying for. <laughs> <with. laughs> well, I'm telling you, man. Nacho, sometimes I mean, he's on a roll with these recent takes. I don't know what's going on. Well, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> think my take is so crazy. I said he's the best quarterback all time.
0: Just, it's because Ben retired,
1: right? Yeah, ah, that's, that's, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ben can only get two. In other news, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, there's been a lot of uh, gaming acquisitions go- coming from a lot of different companies. Um, we had Microsoft acquire um, Activision. We had Epic Games acquire Bandcamp. Um, Sony made a, made a deal with uh, Discord. All types of stuffs going
0: on. Yeah, that's. I think that's kind of big, man. It kind of gives you an idea where the the next space or the next steps that we're probably we're probably going to go towards. Especially, um, I did. I read. I read a little bit about Epic and Bandcamp, and from my understanding, the purpose of it is that they're try, They're going to try to use the music from Bandcamp, use some of the technology and stuff from Bandcamp to implement it into like their metaverses. So like, it you can tell that these that player, the big players are kind of setting something up for the next ten, the next ten to fifteen years in this digital, digitalized world that we're, exactly. that we're leaning more into at this point.
1: For me, no. The only thing that I just hope that with all these big billion dollar acquisitions, I just hope that we get good video games out of it. That's the only thing I hope for. I'm not into the whole console wars that some people, oh, I'm Team X, I don't care. I own <laughs> I, I own both of them. So I don't, I couldn't give a rat's crap. You know what I'm saying? So I just hope that there's good games. Now it sucks because I felt like if, uh, let's say I was about six or seven years younger, I'd be really more into this stuff because I would have more time on my hands to sit there and play a game for hours. But these days, maybe an hour or two max, or maybe one of those random nights where I'm online playing with Nigel and Gilroy, but yeah, I can't, there's, there hasn't been a video game that has really caught my attention for me to sit there and dedicate real time to it lately. So I'm hoping all these uh, gaming acquisitions really, you know, brings out some good games where I'm like, oh, shit, I, I need to hop on and actually spend my time playing this. Because, you know, until then, to me, it's just like, oh, that's dope news, but it's kind of white noise to me. Somebody needs to buy Konami and start making games from them again. Maybe a new Metroid Gear Solid. I mean, may, I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe okay, so. Nice. Yes. Yeah, maybe so. But all I'm saying is just like, you know, I'm, like I said, a guy that owns both of the new consoles or whatever like that, I barely touch my stuff. One thing I can say is the the beauty of all of this
0: is gamers will get more games out of it, um, and those who love to play video games all the time will have more
1: games to occupy the time i guess you could say you this wanna... is not this uh, what do i want to what i right, ahead, you're good oh uh, and this is not a knockout like guys who who game every day and 24/ 7 because because i think video games is a good investment it keeps you in the house it stops you from going out and, and doing nonsense but uh i i think that um for me i'm a guy well like back then when i was much younger i used to play more video games than I don't right now that at the age that I am, and I'm still a young guy, I'm very particular and specific on what kind of game I'm going to be playing. I'm not, I'm going to be real. I'm not playing 2k garbage. I'm not playing, you know, call of duties garbage. You know, I'm playing a game like, Hey, this is something I can get invested in. And you know, there's, there's an end game to this, you know, I'm not, that's it. And I'm not opposed to online games or nothing because I play with my friends and stuff online. That's not a pro- issue. But if it's just me by myself, I'm looking for something that I'm going to be interested and in, intrigued in where I feel like my hours out of the day is being utilized versus being wasted arguing with people that's that's much more broke than I am and that doesn't have a, a, you know any futures and goals going on if you want I'm to
0: listen loud, man you want yeah. to spend
2: some time doing something see the new batman movie it came out this weekend or i should say last weekend for the listeners listening to it right now it's a pretty good movie i enjoyed it yeah be, i already
0: be, got be, a good i already got a good rating
1: yeah it, it deserved its good rating it, it uh so on uh, rotten tomatoes i know some people oh rotten tomatoes uh whatever both critically and audience wise was like considered rotten fresh um Some people say it's better than (laughs) The Dark Knight. Some people say it's better than Dark Knight. Some people are like, no, it's not better than Dark Knight. I think that is subjective. You have to watch it for yourself to see. If you like it more than The Dark Knight or you don't, or if you might like it around the same, who knows? But in my opinion, do I think it's better than The Dark Knight? I don't think it's better than The Dark Knight. But that's not a knock on this movie, though. I think The Dark Knight has that nostalgic, iconic factor to it and i think right. that kind of, that's you know the the acting performances in that movie the plot etc cetera, etc cetera. this movie to me was i thought this movie was great i feel like this movie was kind of like hey if a superhero movie is going to be in the oscars this might be the movie that's going to be put in there now my only gripe with it and if this is not a spoiler because i know spencer you ain't see it and i don't want to spoil it to any of the uh listeners but i think that the movie's actually a little too long i think they could shave off half an hour i think mm-hmm. if you shave off half an hour you get a more concise movie and i think people will enjoy it a lot more i understand why it's almost three hours but that's one of the that's my thing where i'm like damn like uh we could have saved about half an hour mm.
0: yeah. i mean, <clears throat> i can understand that um I haven't watched the movie, but I, I know typically those type of movies typically are super long just un
1: sometimes unnecessarily, but sometimes just to help develop the plot. So yeah, it, it's kind of crazy, right? Because like I don't know if you did you see the Justice League movie on HBO Max, nah. the director's cut. Well, that nah. movie is, is literally like four hours or some change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Okay. I'll never watch that. But no, but that movie is actually really good. Better than a two-hour <laughs> really? version, way better. <laughs> way better than the two-hour version. Yeah, I don't. Way I better. don't know. I don't know why, <laughs> but it just craps all over the two-hour version that was in in theaters. Hold on, so and this is Justice League. You said, yeah, Justice League. Yeah, so you, you, year years ago, what, like four or five years ago, I guess, when the movie first came out, they only put like the the two-hour version, right. Uh, You know, movie sucked. A lot of people didn't like it, you know, me included. I I thought the movie was garbage. Well, years later, HBO Max comes out, the new big thing. Well, hey, we're going to release the director's cut of Justice League. And by the way, it's four hours. So we sit here, and we're watching it, and I'm like, yeah, four hours is long, but I'm like, oh, this is actually really good
2: more engaged better storytelling really (laughs) yeah it's like they probably could have cut off like a half hour but like everything they cut or a lot of shit that they cut was actually needed to make the movie work yeah at all
1: (laughs) yeah oh wow yeah it felt like a brand new movie watching
2: it (laughs) yeah man it was crazy it was that different yeah yes my cousin didn't like it too much like some people just it's too long four hours you know what i mean
0: yeah so when when you have movies that are like that long right and this is where it kind of it leans me in and i know we're about to close out but it leans me into um what we see essentially even for kanye right do you think in those situations it's better to have when you have movies that are full where it's a masterpiece with four hours but it's crap at two do you think they should just start making those type of movies limited series or should they just try to find a way of just saying hey this is the movie we're putting out, and they just should or they should they start putting out the regular movie in theaters and then releasing a director's cut, or should they be making these movies to make it a worthwhile? Just make it a limited series type of thing.
1: I, I think what the uh, no, uh, yeah, I guess depends is is the best answer for this situation. I think they should do like how the Avengers did it, split it into two movies. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I I think that's the best way. Of doing it. You split into two movies, you get people hype after the first movie, you know, get them sized and all intrigued. And then boom the second movie to cap it all off to finish the whatever story they're trying to tell. Yeah. Because more money too. That's more exactly more money too. Because when you put in a four-hour movie in a theater, that's it's a hard sell. It doesn't matter how good a movie is. I'm not going yeah. to sit in a theater. For, for four, four hours hour. exactly Bro, it's, it's I, a hard love, sell
0: uber got a door dash
1: me or something man if the the benefit of putting it on home at home like a hbl max is you could treat it like a limited series hey i'm just gonna watch the first hour stop take a break mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck i want before going back to continue it yeah but when we're talking about theaters i think the best thing to do for long plots or story split into two for 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 the batman movie for it being near three hours i don't think it would have worked if he split that movie to two no. that movie needed to be a one movie i just think they could have there's some things that could have shaved down that's my opinion of it. that's it
2: yeah and with it being kind of long like especially watching it for the first time yesterday i felt like the pacing was kind of slow in certain parts so like for me that kind of took away from it but like the plot of the movie is pretty good like i think the acting is pretty good the action's pretty good. Like there's not really much bad things to say about the movie, but it's just long as shit. That's all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah.
0: Got it. yeah I'll probably I'll have to I'll have to watch I'll have to watch it. I'll probably wait until it's out or I can stream it or something on. Yeah. But no, nah, but now nah, I definitely can agree to that though. I think that that does, in terms of how to address those type of movies overall, if possible, I think it does make sense to kind of split it into two and then like you said Boom, you get the first one. You get me hyped, amped up, and then the second one drops. So, yeah. Do, do we have anything else for the listeners?
1: Uh, I mean, make sure that they follow us. Yeah. Well, yeah. That
0: I mean, that's a key. Where that's at? a key. Where should they follow uh, us at? Can I mean, y'all tell me? Please? Uh, well, I, I could tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you like this. If you want to check it out, go to YouTube. Type in the Highly Advised podcast. There you'll see Nigel's face telling you to subscribe. You'll see my face telling you su- to subscribe. You'll do- see Lyle. Lyle's face and saying subscribe. <laughs> then you'll see Lyle's do rag telling you subscribe. So, <laughs> and in matter of fact, if you don't like going there, you you're oh I don't like YouTube. It's not my thing. I'd rather just listen uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, Oh, yeah, all of that weird stuff, right? you go Uh, check it out on instagram go check us out on instagram right at the holly advised podcast there you can see updates you can see what we're doing when it's dropping whatever we whatever else we got going on and trust me with 2022 coming around now we got a lot more in store for you guys definitely coming soon but then outside of that if you still are weird go check us out on twitter at advise holly which should be easy for you all. Everybody's got a Twitter or somebody does. If you don't, I don't know what's up with you. But if not that, I'll leave it at this, right? You can always go stream. You can always come go on any streaming platform, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pod. literally anywhere you can think of, we're there. Go there, type in the Holly of Oz podcast, go and check us out, listen to us, give us a review and let us know what you think. I mean, I literally laid it out for you guys. If y'all, if you don't subscribe, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Subscribe. That's the only thing I could tell you. Uh, And if you have something good or bad to say, leave it in the comments. Let us know what you think. You like it, dislike it, got an opinion, whatever. If you want to say, if you want to tell me, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just subscribe, man. Subscribe. We told you the places to go to. All right. Well,
1: does anybody else have anything else to say? All I got to say, man. all I got to say is drink your Gatorade, drink mm. your sodas. <laughs> Jesus, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you don't want to put in your body. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like Jesus. Yo. Drink
0: your soda. Eat your cheeseburger.
1: Eat your cheeseburger.
0: Say, yo, make sure you put that alarm for 3.30 in the morning and eat that slice of cake
1: yeah oh make God. sure <laughs> make sure crazy make sure you you know you eat a whole pie pizza before you go to bed yeah yo speaking of that what
0: um that? you remember what was that movie that your boy was in uh it was the rock
1: and mark walbert here we go
0: no no uh, no all jokes aside
1: it was the the workout Jones, was, oh no no oh pain painting and game. And, pain again they said that yeah. movie is. they said the story behind that is really dark yeah it is it is. Yeah. Um, I it was a. It's a
0: actually interesting movie. But you know, I think Mark Mark Wahlberg said he was actually having to, to for that movie. Just a fun fact, he was actually having to set an alarm on his on his clock, like on his phone, to wake up in the middle of the night to eat, just to put on weight for that movie.
1: Just a fun. It was just like a fun fact that just came across me. But I'm I'm not surprised at that. Um, Hugh Jackman, the the guy that played Wolverine in the X Men movies. Yeah. He said that you know, he had The Rock train him for his, uh, for him to gain muscle for that movie. But he said that he was basically eating how he normally wouldn't eat, just to just to bulk up for the movie. That's and crazy. Yeah, it's crazy what these movies have these actors be doing, man. Yeah, man, that's, nah, that's, that's a dedication to the craft, you know. That's, that's true. a that's, that's a fact.
0: True. Look, hey, one person you always can check into is Christian Bale. Yeah, exactly. Is Look at his timeline. Like he, I think there was one movie. I forget the movie, but he had to like. And I don't even want to bore these. I don't want to keep going on for too much longer. Uh, yeah, the mechanic. He had to lose super so much weight, and then he had to turn around and become Batman. It's right kind of a wild that. movie, yeah. Yeah, that's oh yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, it's kind I remember crazy. that movie. It made me. It made. Me, it made me look at Craigslist totally different after that. But uh, <laughs> with that <laughs> totally being said. Different
2: we um you've been highly advised listeners we'll be back next week um we will see you again you've been highly advised you've been highly, highly advised,
0: advised.
2: i was weird.